Hello, everyone. Rona Glickman. Brian Safi. Here, and have we got an announcement. You asked, we're answering again. This is a recurring theme. No right? kidding. We we're listening people to what they want. Mark it on your calendar. It is the second annual Throwing Shaska Ask Rana crossover with all your favorites. And start writing to us now. Send us your letters. What are your predictions? What are your questions? You know, we always have the best experts that money can't buy. That's true. Our special guests are always extremely qualified people. And let us know how you're feeling about the nomination. We'll be singing some of the songs. We certainly will. We'll be talking about who will and sh- or should win. Well, certainly we, we will be doing all of those things. Rana, who are you rooting for? I'm not going to tell you. But I'm an audience too. The other thing, very important, start watching those Oscar movies now so True. you know that we're, what we're talking True. about. True. Because there's nothing worse than an uninformed listener. Save Cats the movie for later. Brian, Rana. how are you, dear? I'm good. I'm good. I, I, it is very cold here, and there's not a lot to do outside. Well, I've got bad news. For, well, maybe that's good. I don't know. So I'm a little bit all over the place right now because I had a big ski trip planned. Really? Jordan and I. What are the ski t- slopes around here? Oh, we're not going around <laughs> We're not going around here. Why? What's wrong? I mean, with that? you could. A person could, but that's not the sort of trip we were planning. Well, why wouldn't they? Well, no, of course. When Jordan was growing up, we would go to Loon and we would go to Waterville Valley and we would go to Sugarbush and we would go to Sugarloaf and we would what? go you know we'd go to all of them. Okay. Oh, wow. We went to Okimo once, but just once. Okimo. It was yeah. just okay, Mo. It was just okay. It was just okay, Mo. Okay. Okimo was just okay, Mo. Fair enough. It's cute though, Okimo. It sounds we, cute. We had a very cute ski in, ski out condo. Oh, that's nice. But Jordan's a fabulous. But you skier. could ski in the condo. No, you ski. You <laughs> come on. You know, I know you've been skiing, so I don't want to hear. But this. I've never done a ski in, ski a out. Ski in, ski out means your condo is right on the mountain. Oh. And so you put on your skis. In the morning, you ski down to the lift. You take the lift up. You do your whole day. And then when you come home, you ski back into the condo. Oh, my God. That sounds so... Because I'm used to lugging all that equipment. And in fact... Yeah. Because we love a ski and ski out so much, we had planned... We haven't done a a Mommy and Jordan ski trip in a long time. She does not still call you that. No. But, you know. Yeah, mom, well, a mom's you know, a mom. Just referring to it. Yeah, that's Mommy cute. Jordan, that's yeah. cute. Do you guys wear matching outfits? Occasionally. That's great. Not entire outfits, but pieces. But Jordan really expresses himself through his wardrobe, so I don't like him to feel limited. Oh, yeah. It's only if he buy, says, Ma, I got you these gloves and I got myself a pair, too. Right. Or, Ma, I got you this scarf, I got myself one, too. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. I picture him in, like, a Dr. Zhivago Sort of like big bonnet. Nanook of the North. Yeah. More of a Nanook of the North look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't do fur anymore. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. He did fur. He used to like a fur trim because, I mean, obviously when it's very cold, you want a little fur. Sure. But he doesn't do fur anymore. He's very political. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Taking a stand. Yeah. Very political. Fresh take. So we had planned a trip together. We were going to go to Aspen together. Very nice. Yeah. And we, I was very excited. And it sounds uh, wonderful. Yeah, but now it feels like Jordan's not going to be able to make it. So I have to decide whether I'm going to still take the trip or maybe I'll bring I'll Elaine t- I'll go. or what I'm going to do. No, I can go. 
I'll, I would love to go. And I'll, I'll, honestly, I don't mean to be rude, but I just, I sort of feel like Elaine gets to do all the fun stuff. Yeah. Oh. And I just. Oh. Like she, you have the parties and Elaine goes, you know, or she has the parties and you go to New York and you, I never really get to go to New York or I do, but then I have to go, you know. Stay you at feel the th- th- now this is interesting. Are you ha- are you starting to rethink our arrangement, Brian? Are you not enjoying coming here and doing the podcast I anymore? Love coming here and doing. I'm the pod- getting the feeling I'm you feel saying, like you're a worker bee and that Elaine's a queen. Not bee. at all. I just feel like I am an associate of Rana's, but I'm not a friend of Rana's. Really? I would like, and what my my hope my one of my resolutions for 2020 that I wrote down was to hang out with Rana more. And that wasn't uh, sans microphones. It is true. I will say this. It is true. I would say mostly owing to your schedule. Because when you come, you come for about 10 minutes. And so we don't... We don't really get a chance to do a dinner the night before. No, that's or, true. Or a brunch the morning after. I, know, I wish or, I could come the day before, but I have to quit the yeah. other stuff. Well, and, yeah. you, all that work in 911. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quit Just all that be, other stuff be that very, pays you. It'd be very <laughs> difficult. Pay the, the, that makes you a star. I mean, you can't. You have a burgeoning... Korea. Well, listen, your Korea is exploding right now. You're very. That's Let's just be honest. Way too kind, but can the I be honest? The fact that you are something? still finding time to come to Marvel. I mean, it's I'm not. My pure, it's I'm pure not joy surprised. I'm not surprised because, right. of course, we love it. Well, it's listen, me. but you're right. We're not. We have not been socializing like we used to. So what I was going to suggest is you could fly into Burbank and we could drive up to Big Bear. But this sounds no. M- that's not. I mean, no. You've probably Just never been. Big Bear's enough. right up the mountain. I si- I have never been to Big Bear. It's, it's an hour and a half out I of LA. I was in Lake Arrowhead once. Is that same the same thing? thing? Yeah. So no, okay. that's a no. All right, but that's fine, Brent. You do Big Bear on your own time, or mm. with your guy friends, or your Palm Springs crew, or whoever you know you want to do Big Bear with. Okay. But we're gonna do Aspen. You and I. I'm Rana. Do- I'm doing Aspen, and I think we should do it together. Rana. Rana, I am, I, I am, I was just bathed in relief, excitement, joy, sorrow, because it's one of those things where I already feel like it's over. Yeah. I cannot believe you're inviting me to ask. We're going to go to, well, you invited yourself. I know, but still that you accepted, (laughs) you you accepted my invitation. I think we should go to Aspen. And I mean, look, maybe nine one one's going to get in the way. I don't know. Maybe you're going to leave me high and dry on the slopes. Oh, I doubt it. I doubt it. I no. hope not. No, I doubt it. We'll try and plan it over a weekend great. so that, that you be... can make it. But uh, let's go uh, to Aspen, don't you think? That would be great. Haven't we earned it? We have worked so hard on this podcast the last couple of months. You know what? I would love to. Take don't a we need a break? Yes, and I would. I haven't been break. skiing in so long, and I would. We could stay at a. I don't know. I have. I'm a star. No, well, now it's they've all merged. But I have Bonvoy. Uh, I'm a Bonvoy. <laughs> A Marriott Bonvoy. Yeah. Well, we probably won't stay at a Marriott Bonvoy property, but we'll look into it. Okay. I'm thinking the little Nell. Who's that? That's a one based on the boutique, character boutique. Yeah, based on this on the deaf dumb character played by Jodie Foster <laughs> in 1998 or whenever that movie came out. What's the little Nell? Uh, the little Nell is a boutique hotel in Aspen. Oh. But I have a couple of friends that have some property in Aspen, so we might. Jordan and I had initially planned on doing a ski and ski out right. in Aspen. Right. And so, uh, you know, I'll take a look at it, but we might be able to I'm keep... I'm fine sharing we, a room. We might... With who? You. What, Brian. It's, I, I'm not, not going to hit on you. I mean, 
Okay. You know what? No, I'm sorry. You know what? But it's true. I've slept with... So should I be insulted or should I be relieved? Relieved. No, listen, because <laughs> I'm just saying... Like, oh, you couldn't imagine... If I'm you were going to hit on any woman, it wouldn't be an older woman? Is that I'm what you're saying? I'm just saying that if... To keep, yeah, you're right. I probably... No, listen. <laughs> you know that I'm in love with you. I, well, I would just say this. We don't have to worry about that. To keep your costs down, okay. I am happy oh, to Oh, my costs, because I'm springing for the whole trip. Weren't you going to share a room with Jordan? <laughs> no. Of course Well, who not. was going to pay for his room? Me, of course. So then this is six and one half a dozen of the other. So you're just sliding into Jordan's reservation. Is that what you're saying? Only if it's convenient. I see. So let me just make sure I have the parameters straight. You are happy to replace Jordan on this trip. In an, at any no other co- area. At no cost to yourself. If it can, if it's convenient for you. I understand. Because you probably did a non-refundable. No. What, a non-refundable? Come on. Non-refundable. Well, listen. I'm willing. I'm willing to. Pay I like way. this idea. No, you're not. I like not. Look, the truth. It's like whenever we travel together. Mm-hmm. If we want to go my way, mm-hmm. we have to. I have to supplement the trip to some extent. Right. But that's fine because I want to go my way. Okay. I don't mind that. All right. Yeah. And I'm listen. So you'll buy your own plane ticket. Yeah. And then maybe you'll buy a couple of dinners. Sure. Absolutely. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But okay, let the, me get into the planning of this. Okay. Let me see if I can make this happen I for would, you. I would absolutely Rana, like I'm so where do I get my ski apparel? Oh, that's a terrific question. Where do I LL Bean? You don't have any? I mean, at the, at the last time I would say, I, my, what did you use my to parents have it at home. Yeah. It was like all Patagonia. Yeah. Like that Nothing wrong with that. No, it was great, reliable yeah. brand. Yeah. And it was oh God, I'm not even kidding. The coat, the yeah. main Okay, the ski pants were black. Yeah. Purple. And green. And uh, yeah. Purple and green. How did you? Purple, I'm not, by the way, this is no, I'm not even making this up. Because that's one of their colorways, purple with a green lining. This Am I right? was my ski jacket. Yep. And it had, I the, truly, it's called I'm the, not even I kidding. I believe it's called the Patagonia Guide Jacket. And does it cinch in at the waist a little bit? Yes. Yeah. My parents made me pockets. wear it when I was home because I was home for Thanksgiving and it got cold. And they, they were like, "They made you weird. They, were they just pulled it out of a closet." It somewhere? was one of those things where we were like, "I was going to drive to the gym," and they were like, "Oh well, it's so cold outside." I was like, "I know, but I'm literally just going to the garage, getting in the car, and then getting it out at the gym. It's fine." And they were like, "No, no, no, no!" It started bringing down about 15 coats for me to try on, <laughs> and I ended up trying. I'm surprised on that one. your father allowed you to keep a purple coat. Well, it was after mostly the purple, because after the it was purple mostly. Incident. I know it was mostly black. The coat. Yes, mostly. Purple and green and black? Yes, accents of the purple and green, but mostly black. Oh, black with purple and green. Yes, exactly. Okay, I see. A parka. It was a parka. Well, no, but is the parka pullover because it like zips up? No. Okay. Interesting. Uh, You know what? It's still in perfect condition. Terrific. I'm going to bring it on the trip. I think it's And I still wonderful. have my ski pants. We'll get you a purple scarf to match it, and you can take a picture and send it to your father with your middle finger up. The only thing How I need, fabulous. The only thing I need is a, is, a, <laughs> is, a, is, a, is goggles. And also the Alexander Wang long underwear. I'll get your helmet. No, no, you're not buying my helmet. I'm Absolutely happy to. not. No, because I know how that works. You say you're willing to buy it, and then we'll get there, and you'll say, oh, is this one good enough? Yeah. And then you'll put me in the position where I have to say yes, because I don't want to make you feel badly about the fact that I want the helmet that's $200 more than the one that you want to buy for me, and then I have to feel badly about the one you're paying for, <laughs> and on and on and on, and okay. I will get my own things. But I will say this. When I was doing my Ronica shopping, uh-huh. there was a gorgeous pair of Chloe ski goggles. Wow. And I don't normally go for Chloe. Yeah. And I think I'm going to go for her in this in this instance. Wow. Yeah. They weren't too bad either. 
Do they still make Oakleys? Oh, I'm certain they do. That's what I had. But that has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rana, I'm very <laughs> excited for this trip. As long as they're polarized. Are they polarized? They are polarized. Very important polarization. Yeah. I never know why. I just lens. know that you have to get it. It cuts out the extra glare, and it makes everything much clearer. Okay. And especially when you're in a whitewash like that, you know, when you have the white bounce off the mountain, the polarization is incredibly important. But that's why I wear piercels when I ski. What's pe- that? Piercel, come on. You don't know what a piercel is? I guess I don't. Are you serious? P-E-R-S-O-L? Yes. I think I've heard of it. You need a pair of piercels okay. immediately. That should be your sunglass of choice. It is a total classic Italian vintage, wonderful look. Okay. It is. There's the Ray. The Ray Ban would be the American version. The Wayfarer Got would it. be the American version. I've had a pair of those soul. before. The PSL is the Italian version. Wow! And it's going to look great with all your Izods that you wear. I have another. question. Are they Izods or are they Lacoste? No, they're Lacoste. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's funny to you. <laughs> Oh, you were so insulted. I have no, I have no, no, only because. (laughs) Hysterical. I have another question for you, though. (laughs) Um, I don't, do you wear a bib? A what? My parents used to make me. A ski bib? Yeah. Why, so they could find you? I don't know, they just made me. What do you mean a bib? Over your jacket? Uh, Under. A bib, oh, you mean bib overalls? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that's a version of a ski pant. Yeah. Sure, if you don't want to get any snow in your drawers, you could wear a bib. All right, I was just curious. But more importantly, we should have done the Alexander Wang long underwear as our giveaway. Well, I'll get it. You can give them right away to me. That could have been our giveaway. And instead, for our giveaway today, we're doing that hand cream. Which is still very nice. You need it in the winter. I know, but maybe we won't. We'll think of it. When we get to the giveaway, we'll make a game time Do you wear an SPF? In, uh, on the snow? Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. It's much worse in the snow than it is even at the beach. Again, of the because reflection. you have the bounce. Yeah. Okay. All right. I wear about 100 SPF when I do an SPF skiing. Well, I can't. All right. We're going to stop planning our trip. Wait. We're going to have to stop making. You're going to be in charge of making some of the dinner reservations. You got it. So that we have a res- We need an après ski and a dinner reservation every night. Done. Bang my mouth on the microphone. I well, out of excitement. I guess it was. I'm so excited. All right. Let me see what I can figure out. We'll, okay. we'll talk about it. Great. It's in the works. I'll come up with a game this plan. This is a strong maybe. <sighs> it fe- I Should we honest. get to our guests? Because this feels like a strong Yeah, maybe. I don't even care about our guests anymore. But yeah, let's get to it. Okay. Them. We should answer some questions. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Rana. Who's in the carriage house today? Today, someone it's fabulous. Someone from. Were you a Buffy? Was I a Buffy? Yeah. Jordan and I watched all of Buffy together. Yeah. 
Well, so that you you know this guy. From I know Buffy. the whole. I know the whole thing. You know him. He was fabulous on Buffy. You know him from his fabulous. Fa- I I liked him better than Angel. What do you think of that? On Buffy. But I'll be honest with I you. I don't mean the show Angel. I mean on Angel. On, on Buffy. Buffy, you liked him better Angel than Angel. Because Angel was a spinoff of Buffy. Sure. I liked him better than Angel. It's hard not to like this guy. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. If you're not following him on, on so Instagram, cute. this Tommy Link. Wait a minute. This is what I have to say to you. He is so cute. Trash into treasure. Yeah. He's the one who like sees what Sarah Jessica Parker wears. And makes it out of a garbage bag. Exactly. Just kidding. Tom Link <laughs> is here in Marblehead. Tom or Tommy. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so happy to, to be here. You're the, the elf on the angel. shelf. He's the he's the elf on the shelf. You oh really wow! Are. They I could do, do I, a new update of the movie Elf, and you would. I have the technically elf. been mistaken for Kermie the elf. Who's Kermie the elf? No, Hermie Hermie the elf Who's from that? from that Rudolph. He was that the elf that just wanted oh. to be a dentist. And I remember <laughs> being at a Hollywood party and someone <laughs> saying, "Oh, didn't I just see you in a movie recently?" And no. I said. Well, yeah, maybe Transformers or something. Like, no, sure. no, no. It was a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, you were that elf who wants to be a dentist. And I'm like... Made of claymation? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, that's, you that's not a real human. Oh, that, yeah, that's what I thought. This was like the they accused you of being a stop-motion elf. Yes, yeah. this is true. This really did happen. <laughs> but well, that means you have flawless skin. Meaning in the... <laughs> or felty skin, or as felt the case soft. may be. Wait a minute. Skin. Those were the movies with Rudolph and the Abominable yeah. Snowman. I think they were maybe on drugs and kind of confused. Yeah, yeah it was movies in there. Definitely heads. like yeah. a, a take on a Sid and Marty Croft sort of thing, but not exactly. Oh, Christian-y yeah. Croft, a Christian Croft. A Christian Croft. I would have taken it as a compliment either way. What are you doing in the Northeast? Where were you? Um, I was just. I'm down in Hartford. Oh, uh, visiting my friends at Hartford. The insurance capital of the world. Insurance capital. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm visiting my friends there at Theater Works. They do a, a yearly. Did you work there? Th- I did. I did a show. I did buyer and seller there. Was, oh, that you pl- did. It's that play about Barbara Streisand. Barbara's basement. Yes. Yes. Oh, of course. Who wrote that? Uh, um, Jonathan Shirley McLean. Oh yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> I think Shirley he lives McClain. here. I think he lives here nearby, close In, to near Mablad. I think so. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know him. Um, um, he. How did he? Did he get into the mall? The mall the under Barbara's house. Oh yeah. Uh, Did she ever invite anyone there? No. It's based. It's it's a fictionalized thing based on him having read her book that she published about the designing of her of her, her home, home yes, in Malibu. Yes, of course. I've seen that is, book. Yeah. Have you read it? I've not read it. I've seen the cover. It's unintentionally hilarious. Really? Yes. Now I'll get it. Oh, you have to. You have yeah. to get. It's out of. You have to get it on eBay. It's though. out of print. Yeah. yeah. Does she know that? You know who has a copy of it? Who? Tony at the Fair's place. Does he really? It's in the office there. Oh, I'll check. Yeah. But yeah. Brian and I, well, Brian goes to, a, sometimes goes to a place in California to get his skin done. Now I go monthly because you told When me I so. was in LA, or when I'm in LA, I always go to the face place. Everyone knows. And Brian has started going to the face place That as is well. true. So Tony is fabulous at the face place. Yeah. He's got the book. What? The book. Yeah. He's got the book. It's like book. National, the book. National Treasure Book of Secrets. Now, I've talked to, to a few people who have, been around her or worked with her and the imagined play version of her and the things that go on with her turns out are sort of not far off yeah 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 well we've talked on this show about how she sends her assistant to santa barbara every day every to get day. one pint of santa barbara strawberry because ice she cream. doesn't want more than one pint in her fridge because she'll, she'll eat it freezer because she'll eat it so this assistant has to drive 
from her home. No. She's Santa Barbara. No. Every it's called, she's got, a, there's there's a freezer down in the basement that she built. I'm sure she's got an extra freezer. She could keep it I far away. No, but she, but she still knows where it is. I understand this makes you both hysterical, but I, I have to say. You're not going to If you've her. ever had the Santa Barbara strawberry I from McConnell's. The best place to get it is from Mission Ice Cream. That was the original place that carried McConnell's, and then they opened their own, too, yeah. on State or wherever it was in Santa Barbara. Yeah. It's so fresh. I mean, you really want it fresh. You really uh-huh. want it freshly packed. And the, the ingredients are so fresh that when you freeze it, it really doesn't keep as well because the milk solids separate. It's just separate when you start with this talk. Separate. From the ice cream. Uh-huh. And if you really want to enjoy it, you either have to go to Santa Barbara. There's a reason they don't ship the strawberry. They, they ship don't a lot ship of the, the strawberry? Other. They ship the other flavors. They don't ship the strawberry. And the reason is it, it is best enjoyed fresh. Does Hartford so, have an ice cream Barbara and I, flavor? Well, you oh, know, the, the theme of they, Hartford they is... Must. New England is the ice cream capital. <laughs> yeah. It is. Other uh, theme is Hartford has it. That's their slogan. Yes, yes, it's on flags and banners all over is town. It in that quotes? sounds out of like waiting for Goffman. <laughs> I'm not sure what <laughs> sure what it is. Is it in quotes? It's it's the whole thing is in quotes. Hartford has okay, it. Is it... Valerie Cherish's character from I'm It <laughs> <laughs> the, the on, the, on the poster? I don't think the word it is in quotes, but it should be because I, I I never figured it out while I was there. But there's an enjoyable theater. Is it the birthplace of Pennywise? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Pennywise the clown. The clown. Yeah. No, it. he's from he's from Maine. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, but they've got good theater. He might, could have been born in Hartford. He might have come to Maine in, with the traveling circus. Oh, that might have been how he arrived. Yeah. I see. <laughs> yeah. Well, there I've we go. I've seen that, too. Did you audition for It? I did. So did I. For that movie. You and did? I was, yes. Uh, As what? Pennywise. No. They were, I'm not kidding. <laughs> yes, I still have the audition no. on Vimeo. What are you No, I thought you meant you audition for the gay part in it. No, I auditioned for Pennywise. What? I have my audition on tape. That I've never released, and actually, it was a scene they ended up deleting until with one of the ones week, I had to read. Oh, I can't! It, it, it was, it's week. probably my deepest, darkest. Oh, we're secret. releasing it. Yeah, I, to, I had to Rana eat. I had to eat a colonial woman's baby, Ask. and they ended up cutting that scene from the movie because it was too dark. Ask Rana Instagram. We're going to put thirty seconds of, Brian, of Brian's it audition up. <laughs> oh my God. Can I be honest with you? I thought I was pretty good, but I haven't ever watched it back. So just in the moment, what no, you everyone's doing? looking at me like there's. Can you Tom give us? Link do you remember a line? Can you give us a line? Do you remember me? God, no, this growling years ago. and being terrifying. What was I your Pennywise no, voice? I didn't do it. Oh, like, you didn't do a voice. I did, it was but just I didn't. You? I didn't do it like Rumpelstiltskin. Get over here! I'm going to eat your brains out. <laughs> what? What did you? What? What, what was? Hey, you? this is just as nerve wracking for me as it is for you. <laughs> Look, you want a balloon? No, I'm not doing it. I don't remember how I did this. <laughs> okay, well, I had an audition for one of the parts in that movie. Okay. And it, the audition was just getting murdered. No, I had to watch. <laughs> that is so awkward. I had to watch my, my boyfriend getting murdered. And so I had to, in the audition room, I had to lay on the floor on their carpet, my face to the floor because my face is being held by someone's foot. Yeah. And I had to scream and cry. <laughs> Why do they I'm make you do that? It's like, no one, who can do this? No one can make this believable until there's someone with and their And who foot. got the pot? Jessica Chastain? I went, it was an, an offer was made. But why do they? Why yes. do they put us? Yeah. I don't know. Jessica Chastain. But by the way, you're other. in everything. How many Transformers checks do you get a week? That's what I want. Oh, oh God. I don't like, even want to think about I it. I wish more than one every. Like, Enough to buy a house, though. One a quarter. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, that's just because they aggregate them. No, because oh, they couldn't they collect, come yeah, every week. Yeah. yeah. All right. We, All right, we are a, here. Let's to, do a phone call. We're going to do a phone we? call first because this Kay. will be fun. 
Uh, Sometimes we do a letter for oh, you're, okay oh, you're not oh, going to talk on the phone. Shit. You're going to talk into your microphone. Oh, okay, oh yeah, that's better. Oh yeah, we don't have to talk. We don't actually have to talk on the phone. I just want to make sure. I mean, I'll talk to a stranger. I just don't want to talk to people I know on the phone. Oh. We're know calling. Know are you ready to call? The ed- we're going to call Anna. The br- now, do you know? I have a question. Oh, we're calling her now. Yeah. Is that a cute song? It is cute. I have is that your thing song? No. Oh. Hi, Rana. Hi, Brian. Anna, oh. coming in hot. How's it going? Did you know you were, I'm good. You How were are videoing you? with her? I didn't. I had no idea. I didn't mean to video you. Can you see me right now? I can't see oh, you. Oh, good. Thank God. Because it would be a low <laughs> angle and it wouldn't be any he's fun. Wearing his, <laughs> he's, he's, wearing, he's wearing a Pennywise the Clown outfit right now. I sure am. He has an audition I, for It later today. For It. Classic Brian. It straight to video. The straight to video It. Uh, <laughs> he has an audition for the animated It later that's today. That's me. Anna, where are you calling from and what is your question? Or do you don't even have to say your city if you don't want to. So I'm calling from Wisconsin. Okay. And my question is, I just am Oh wait, for some sorry advice. to interrupt you. I did not introduce our guest yet. What? The one the oh, only Oh, you mean to Anna? Oh, yes. The hi, one Anna. the only Tom Link is joining us from Buffy, Hello. from Trashcast, from all of it. Hi, hi, Anna. I'm here, and I'm here to support you. There we go. Well, we'll see. Thank you so much. Okay, now hit us with your question. Okay, so my question, I'm just looking for some advice. Um, I'm marrying my partner, um, and I'm just unsure of whether or not I want to give up my maiden name or not, and I'm just wondering what you all had to think about it. Um, I'm kind of unsure. Um, I'm really close with my family, and so I am really attached to my name, and um and I, I like his family. I love them. Um, but he's not very attached to his last name. And so I'm kind of in this quandary of what I want to do. Is it too aggressive for him to take yours? I mean, is that, has See, that you've been talked about that? We have. We have talked about that. Um, but uh, my father and him have very similar names. Uh, my father is John, and he is a Jonathan. Um, and my grandfather oh. was a John oh. as well. So, oh. so, he'd, so he'd have to become a junior. He'd have to become a third. There's a whole family of the Johns. Third. We don't need another Right, one. you would be married to someone who has your dad's name. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. But he would also yeah. have to take a numeral at yeah. the end of it, because he would now be John johnson the third or whatever your last name is right right uh, right <laughs> why is it i have a question why is it even on the table the taking of the names i'm curious in other words rana is it but it's very it's people don't always take people's names anymore these days. i think no, yeah. I, for sure i'm yeah. all for it but i'm surprised you i mean you took bob's last name well that was the time true yeah I think in, yeah, I'm very passionate about this. That's what everybody keeps saying. Is in this kind day of and a, age. The people that I go to just say it was kind of the times. That's just what you did. And um, so that was kind of my thoughts of I want to keep my name. But I know that um, we want to have children. And in the future, I would love for our children to have the same last name um, as him. And I just kind of like the idea of being able to have this family dynamic to us, I guess, Uh um, with sharing the same name. Um, But I kind of I'm very attached to my name and I've lived with it for 25 years and. 
Tom I am is having a hard time giving yeah, it up. Tom has, Tom has a he take that he's yeah. okay. Look, I think it's a very outdated, antiquated thing for for. Uh, I think women should be able to keep their name because it's not like you're gonna like. Oh, my husband does all the finances and he owns the home and the property and right. and I don't have a checkbook. Uh, I think <laughs> everyone just keep your name and then when you have the kids, you can decide. But also, I think uh, what they do in Colombia. Uh, we have a friend who is Colombian, and they hyphenate. take they hyphenate yeah. the last name by combining but the two names, and then the kids have yes, part of the mother and the father. Colombia, name. the mother's name becomes the last name, I believe. So it's matriarchal. Yeah, uh, it's believe it's a matriarchal. I love I that, by the yeah. way. So yeah. anyway, that could be a, a way to solve it. You both, if he's not that attached to his last name, then you could, you know, you both have a little uh, of each. Of and do you name. have long last yeah. names? Like, is hyphenation a possibility, or is that like? A yeah, well, that's what I thought of with uh, just hyphen. But we both have eight letter long last names. Right. So then I would have a 16 letter long last yeah, name. That is a lot. <laughs> hmm. What? Um, and I'm not really, my last name is hard to pronounce. His last name is hard to pronounce. So it's not like it's making my life any easier. <laughs> Where you live, do most people take the names of their partners when they get married? Is that, does that still happen? Yeah, it seems pretty common. Yeah. Just of even. So many people that I've talked to is they're like, well, that's just what I did. It's just what we did. And so it would almost I'm, be unusual for you to not take his name. Yeah. And are you, are you worried that are you worried that that he or other people will perceive this as a slight to him in some way? Is that part of your concern or is it really just you want to keep your name, but you want to have a family and you want the family to have the same name? Yeah, I think more of the second one of uh -huh. just really wanting to be able to start our own family and, you know, having that name to share together as just being the two of us in whatever family that we start. And then you don't um, have the same name as your children and that bothers you. Yeah, a little bit. That was just how my family was. And I think I would like to have the same last name as them. Um, but I'm not totally against it. I just have gotten a lot from other people who are just like, well, that's just what you do. Well, and no, I'm it like, isn't. First of all, it's absolutely <laughs> not just what you do. You can do whatever you want. And if you want to take his last right. name, then that's what you want to do. Do it. I would say these are these are rules that I have that have I've never applied. The first rule is... When you got married, did anybody take anybody's names? We didn't. We kept our own. But we knew we yeah. weren't going to have children. We, we yeah. There wasn't a reason to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we also did a lot wrong. But, you, I, did, but you discussed it or you didn't? We did. And I, in yeah. retrospect, I don't know. I feel like maybe we, the marriage would have had more weight to it if we had really done some of those things. I do think that there's mm. like... I don't know. There's a thing with like, like we didn't do rings either. And sometimes I wish we had made it a little more serious than we... Or taken it a little more seriously than we did. But... I do think whoever takes, whoever gets the last name, the other person gets to choose all the first names for the children. Period. <laughs> I, I like wow. I, I fully believe that. I feel like what? if the last name is his, you get to pick the first name, free and clear. A. I think that's insane. Keep I going. don't. I like that. I do too. <laughs> you should get a, some that's say not, in this. You get the first name. Yeah, but he's not or, making her take his last name. They, well, but no, she's but she's decided. making a sacrifice for the children. Yeah, but she's she'll make she she has to make that decision. I know, but I just that's just uh, that's my rule. Okay. For myself. Okay. Okay. No, 
And Second I of all, too, of like all of the paperwork and just how many things that I have to change my name on. Well, I was going to say just... to Tommy's point, you could wait until you have kids to change your name. This isn't a decision yeah. you necessarily have to make right now yeah. or before you get married. You could wait on it. And then finally, what I was going to say is last names now are crazy. No, I'm excuse me. Like middle names are always crazy. First names yeah. are always crazy. Could you yeah. use even if your mid- last name is long? Could it be someone's middle name? Or no? Well, no. You can. I understand what you. I thought of the same oh. thing, which is you could use your last name as the middle name of your children if you're dying to carry that, pass that name on. Yeah, is what you're saying. It could be the middle oh. name of all of them. But that doesn't seem, which is a lovely idea. But that doesn't seem to be the real problem. The problem is that. She doesn't. She isn't ready to give up her identity just yet. Yes. She wants to be yeah, married to this it, guy, but she wants to still be her. And so yes. I think delaying the, the choice of changing your last name is probably a good idea because you still want to be you until you have the family. And when that moment happens, maybe you'll know, okay, we, we're all going to be the whoever's, the yeah. Johnsons. Yeah. And that's who we want to be, and we're the Johnson family. And so now I'm, you know... Now I'm hyphenated and my kids all have the same. So we all have the same last name, but I'm also keeping my old one. Or at that point, you might think you're ready for a a different thing and you don't mind taking his name or whatever it is. But you really don't seem as long as this isn't uh, affecting any of your other desire. I don't I don't know whether this is extending into any trepidation about getting married. It doesn't seem that it is. It seems that it's really just about you not being ready to give up your youth sort of and who you are and that identity yeah. not youth yeah but, you know you're and you his last name isn't like dick breasts or something right no <laughs> no no but you but yours is and that's why you want to keep it yeah no his is not like dick breasts no it it's, seems like it's you should keep a your fairly name normal now. last name look it's so hard for everyone yeah. to remember the the person's new new last name anyway they're gonna be calling you by your yeah, the original so true. recipe last That's name true. for a while. Anyway, so just <laughs> keep it. Uh, so many people in Los Angeles, like all of my lady friends, they mm-hmm. they have their married name, but it's almost like you never call them that. It's no, same experience here because they yeah. professionally yeah. They go by yeah. their original name. Yeah. Yes, and then like for fam, you know, for kids stuff, they go by by you know the, by the husband's name. Or sometimes uh, we have friends sure. that have combined their names. Uh, jokingly and now that's kind of their new last name yeah. you know what you do yeah. when your kids get to age three you, mm-hmm. you and your husband stand opposite them and don't let him see but you have a handful of starbursts in your hand <laughs> and you say go to the person whose last name you want <laughs> but make sure they see the starbursts <laughs> and then see what happens that's a good plan make them choose I That's think a good you, plan. you keep your name yeah, for I now, think... and when you're doing the family planning, you figure it out. But the problem is that there's a lot of legal paperwork when you get married. Yes. So are you just legally going to take his last name is the question and then keep your own name sort of in right. life? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really does have to do with just that identity of who for I sure. am, who I've always been. I have such a good relationship with my family that, you know, it kind of feels like, well, why? Why do I have to do that? Yeah, you um, don't have to. You don't. And yeah. I, I think you can buy yourself more time here if you want. I think so, too. I really like that idea, though, of just really being able to wait it out and see and then take that step when I know I have a concrete answer. Good. 
Well, yeah, or that it's just important to you that the family all be under one brand, so to speak. Yeah. But that'll be a new time in your life when you have kids. I mean, you'll be, you know, it's an identity shift, to be honest with you. Right. Getting married doesn't have to be an identity shift. It's just more of a formalization of the relationship. But when you become a mother, that's an identity shift, and you might be willing to take that on at that time. And maybe you're hyphenated and they're the other thing, but everybody has the same thing together. Anna, I know you're going into a meeting, so I'm, we're going to let yes. you go, but awesome. I hope that was helpful. That was very helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you for chatting with us. Yeah. Fire everybody day. in that meeting. And enjoy your, have a wonderful wedding. Thank you so much. Okay. Kiss, kiss. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Take care. Tom, I was curious, is, and maybe this is a personal question, are children in your future? Is that something you've ever <sighs> wanted? I don't know. I was. Do you have a long time partner? Can I ask that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm single, and it's interesting because everyone, all my friends, I'm at the age where everyone's getting divorced now. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I held out till till like round two. Anyway, I didn't have to go through making all. I know, the... but it's great because you can pick up all those partners. Yeah. All those people that you had your eye on all that time. Yes. They're, they're all single now. And they're all grown up. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And or you've seen them. Or you can see, you can see you sort of look at them and think, I wouldn't. I thought I would. Now yeah, I wouldn't. true colors reveal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want kids. Actually, yeah. I recently thought it would be fun because um, I was thinking about the word homophobic recently. How I feel like we use it a lot because we say like, oh, I'm arachnophobic or like I'm. I have like a a crazy like an unexplainable fear of spiders, but like people, you don't have an unexplainable fear of homosexuals, right? You right, it's just, easy. You to just ex- hate them. So it's like, easy to explain. You just like ah, oh, because like, but what if I was a, a, a homophobic homosexual where like I read I, I see you, I'm like ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I was thinking like it might be fun to just say that I'm childphobic, like yeah. I have oh, a clinical fear yeah. to children. So that way, if I was on an airplane, I wouldn't have to sit next to them. So like my excuse would be like, well, I start screaming when I'm around kids. So you're gonna have to you're change. You're gonna have their- to move. That's yeah. very funny, uh, Rhonda. Why did you only? Now this is very personal. Why did you stop after Jordan? Why did you only have one child? Oh, Brian, I'm sorry. That is a personal question. I know I shouldn't have gone there. That's an incredibly personal. question. You're right. It's not. It's your body. It's she has agency over her. I own. know she does, and that was not. I that was very regressive. I think that's none of your business. Okay, <laughs> is what I think. I uh, but I will say, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to have kids. But also, when you, you know, I, I when like you do something perfectly, oh, yeah. sometimes you don't do it twice. Do you know about her son? He's oh, he's so fabulous. He's, he's so fabulous. How old is he? When you do something well, sometimes you just say, "I've done that now." Like you complete a Why cross, mess with a five thousand piece crossword puzzle, and then you think I never have to make another one of those again. Oh yeah, uh, he is fabulous. His name's Jordan. He's a filmmaker. Tisch School for the Arts at NYU. NYU. Oh, is this where he's at? You've currently? heard of you've heard of Martin Scorsese, I'm sure. You'll yeah. be hearing of Jordan. Yeah, Tish. fabulous. I mean, yeah. he's something Tish. else. He's a wow. filmmaker. So he's artistic. He's I mean creative. He's a writer. He's so, he's so insightful and he's fun. On top of all Re- that. I mean, really he's a so, huge personality. He has a, such a great sense of humor. Absolutely. And really catty. You know what foodie. I mean? Like, just sort of like that no coward. And he's always oh, so quick. Fire. Are you reading the first <laughs> yes. or am I reading the uh, you first? You read it. How about that? Whatever you want. I want you okay. Hello, Ron and Brian. A group of my high school friends have been planning a trip to Vegas for our friend EJ's 30th birthday. <laughs> 
He had a tough few years supporting many family members with their health issues and financially. So we are all very excited to be able to celebrate for him, uh, him for a fun celebratory weekend. Don't use the same word twice. In a <laughs> I sentence. knew that was coming. Also, EJ is not a real name. Yeah. Come on, come on. Unless you're Magic Johnson's My friend Ethel Jean, yes. Oh, Ernest. Yeah, Yeah, I love EJ. A few weeks ago, a boyfriend, Levi, one of my high school friends, Andrew, texted our group chat. Okay. A boyfriend of one of my high school friends, Andrew, texted our group chat. Okay, Levi and Andrew. Levi told us that since his birthday is two weeks before our trip, he would like the group to also celebrate his birthday (laughs) in addition to EJ's. (laughs) I tried calling Levi immediately because EJ was on this chat and didn't feel that it was appropriate. Because Levi was on this chat and didn't feel that it was appropriate. Okay. Levi did not pick up, so we proceeded to text back and forth, wherein I explained that we would be happy to sing him happy birthday. I sing happy birthday to Levi and eat a cake for him, but the weekend should really be about EJ. He told me that instead he would plan a separate trip with his friends to Vegas that very same weekend. So that, oh, what a piece of work. So that he could celebrate just his birthday. Ever since, Levi continues to text my friend's group chat bragging about the penthouse suite he booked, which he knows we can't afford, and the other extravagant things he has planned. Levi has since in, um, intimated that his friends may not be coming after all. So he would like. <laughs> so that. <laughs> So that he would like to rejoin our group. <laughs> How can I set firm boundaries? Yeah, by the way, he can't afford dinner. How can I set firm boundaries for this weekend without k- causing drama before it even starts? Thanks so much. Love you both. This is hysterical. This Levi. What a piece of work. <laughs> no what a piece of but Also, we, how pathetic. Also, where's Andrew in all of this? Who's Andrew? Andrew is the boyfriend. Oh, he's the one. Oh, you're right. Levi is just the boyfriend of one of the high school friends. You're, Andrew's actually the one who should be this is Andrew's problem. This. Yeah. No one's even blaming Andrew. And I wonder if Andrew was going to Levi's. I'd love to know. Jeez. Levi is an appendage on this trip. Yeah. He's not even really invited. He's invited because Andrew's. He's invited. a plus one. He yeah. is. Oh, what a piece of work this guy is. Yeah. He's fa- and bragging he's about his new. Tra- you like him? No, is he's hysterical. He's a, a total. I mean, this is a, he's a fabulist. Yeah. There's no penthouse. No, there was no nothing. He this guy probably can't afford the shirt on his back. I'm telling you, this guy is his own worst enemy. I think there's very little you have to do. He has humiliated himself. But the problem is they're going to celebrate EJ, who's had a very hard time in his life, and and Levi is doing what Levi does best, making the weekend about him. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. already about, everything is already about, are we including Levi? Uh, we have to talk about his penthouse. Da, 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 da. Levi is a nobody. He has inserted himself in this drama. I have, by the way, and I'll say this, and I don't know about, I don't know if you've ever like been to a house in Palm Springs with like seven other people or anything, Ron, if you share. For a kiki? Yeah. No. If you share a house. Tom, have you <laughs> ever done like a group house situation? I only learned kiki a few weeks ago. Yeah, so now I'm very proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done like a group house? I have, yeah. Yeah. One bad apple spoils the bunch. And that bad apple is typically a plus one. And it ruins yes. the entire yes. trip. Hopefully here you're all staying in hotel rooms. But it, it does one person in a group of eight who is a wrong fit is catastrophic. This is a very tricky situation because this is really Andrew's problem. 
and we're not, we haven't, That's and we true. don't have any information about Andrew here. My instinct is Levi's no longer invited. Levi caused a big stink. Talked about how he was doing his own trip the same weekend, and that I would say to Levi, "Oh, we've already made all of our reservations and everything, and we didn't. Inc- we only made them for eight. We can't really get a ninth. So I don't know what to tell you." But that's not really going to work because Andrew is really the crux of this matter, and we don't really know. Isn't EJ the crux of this matter? Should they? Could he talk to EJ and be like, "Do you want him to come or not?" Because I'll do. I'll be the strong man here. Yeah. Maybe. My issue. Yeah. Is the real, the real problem with this whole thing is that. You're all trash if you want to go to Vegas. This is a nightmare. <laughs> this trip is cursed already. Why do you want... Okay, why it's, would anyone go to Las Vegas? Especially if you're gay. Like, <sighs> there's just... Not, it's not a playground for no, gay people. No, there's not a, a fun... Oh, okay, tell parod- that to Jennifer Lopez, Britney Spears... Don't let people go up uh, and see a show. Lady yeah, go, Gaga, I, yes. Celine Dion, Maybe Cirque go, du Soleil, go see the a Russian show. Cat Circus. But yeah. tell go, to, she's actually right Thunder now. Down Under. They don't let boys in Thunder Down Under. They don't let boys in that either. Did you know that? No. Yeah, you can't. Women only. You can't go to those shows. Why isn't there a gay review? No, that's what I'm saying. They don't. They don't cater to that at all, except for the divas. They do. Okay. And I'd say yes. If 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 maybe you're specifically going to, you have tickets for a show, and there's you only have to spend one night in Vegas. But this sounds like this is a whole trip. This sounds like a whole trip, and they're going to want to get drunk. And there's, it just. It's a mess. It's a it's a trash place to go, and I don't approve. I think you should cancel should, the trip. And do, where should they go? <laughs> also, gr- birthday. I think birthday trips crazy have like a twenty five year old max. Like you should stop having like waiting to get into a club. Birthday trips are the New Year's. Oh, it's New Year's on. Eve every time you but do a birthday trip. We all trip. have a birthday. It's always a disappointment. Like who it's cares? A, like, but this is really celebrate? a trip to celebrate EJ. I know, but well, why don't why don't they throw a party for EJ at at somewhere wonderful venue? They're already having this trip. You too. Okay. I'm sorry to break the news to you. The trip <laughs> is happening. The rooms have been prepaid for. I'm sure. Yeah. With this sure. crowd, they're only People thirty. People plan ahead. I hate it. I know. I think somebody has to pull Andrew. Well, first of all, if EJ doesn't can, EJ wants Levi there. Then too bad. I'm sorry for you. I don't know what the name of a call of a writer is. He didn't leave but a name. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad for you. And I know that you're doing... I can see there's a little bit of a Mata routine here. You planned the whole thing. Mata? Martyr? Oh, martyr. A Mata. Like Jesus Christ. A Mata. Yeah. There's a little bit of a Mata routine. I planned the whole thing. I can't control it. It's not going the way I want it to. I'm EJ's closest friend. I'm the one who decides who comes and who doesn't go. Da-da-da-da-da. You better let go of that real fast. If EJ says he wants Levi there, then Levi's coming. But... You might have better find a way to laugh at Levi because that won't be the last uh, feather he pulls out of his boa. Actually, yeah, because you know what could end up happening? <laughs> it sounds, I bet you anything, oh, he bothers you more than he bothers anyone else at this point. So uh, this might just be your issue Yes, to his texts are driving you crazy. Yeah. Everyone agrees that he's nuts and that he's whatever, but people are will- most people are willing to ignore him. But he's got you right and eating right out of his. I hope you two he's, don't end up together by the end of the weekend. This guy, this I, bet, I bet Levi is F U N in bed. I bet he is a well, fun he's crazy. Time. But he will leave you with the bill every time. There's Absol- no question. Oh, totally. Especially yeah. he does that rich people thing, which Ronna, you would never look do. Look forward to that. 
he does that thing where he where they just always assume you'll you'll cover it. You'll have the money. Anyone I know who has a ton of money doesn't pay for anything. I hate. Ever. Yes, I agree. Explain I hate a situation like that. That drives me insane. Well, the it's like when it's like when Bethany invited Luann to go surfing on Real Housewives of New York, uh-huh. and um, Luann was like, and it was like a private surfing lesson. Surfing or paddleboarding? Surfing okay. or paddle? I'm one of them. Uh-huh. And Luann was like, oh, "Sorry, honey." I just, it was like season one, when, yeah. but this was when Bethany didn't really have much. Oh yeah, when she was still driving the beetle bug. Yes, and I used to have a f- a friend who would do that. We would go to these dinners, and he'd be like, "Do you mind getting this one? I just don't have my wallet." And da 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 da. And he was so wealthy. And I always got the bill. And we were friends, not dating. That's horrible. Yeah. Because I think they're always afraid of being taken advantage of, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I hate that. I'm a person that's buying dinner all the time. There we go. Just not you plane tickets. Okay. Dear Ron and Brian, thank you for your delightful and insightful podcast. You guys inspire me each week. Oh. Kiss up. In fi- what'd you say? Kiss, Kiss up. Kiss up. Kiss yeah. up. You, they, are, they already want something. They already something. want something. Yes. This is they exciting because um, actually... Uh, while you were talking, I think to your stockbroker, I don't know, you were in the other room. Tom was. Who t- am I, Martha Stewart? Oh, no, I'm I didn't a- think like that. What'd you do? You heard me say move something from over yeah. there to over there? I just heard you say something about a Let's particular. Let's make a move. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, while you were doing that, Tom was telling me he's going on a solo trip to London, and this applies to this. Oh. Dear Ron and Brian. Was that okay that I said that? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your delightful insight. But you'll be okay. In February, I'll be going to London to lead a study abroad trip for the first time. Oh. That was a lie for the second time. Well, I don't know why I said that. I know Rana has spent a good <laughs> deal of time in London, and Brian is a world traveler, too. I'd like your advice on how I can make some friends while I'm there. I'll be there for only 10 weeks, so my usual method of making friends, joining clubs, probably won't work. I've thought about doing dating apps, but do you have any other ideas? My students are in college, so they don't need chaperoning. I don't mind traveling alone, but it would be nice to meet some new people for drinks, dinner, or trips to the theater. Thank you again. Best, Lauren. P.S. If you have any advice for solo travel with style, that would be helpful, too. Hmm. I will say this in terms of dating apps, because I have done this. Okay. (laughs) Well, we heard what... I know. We've heard what you've done. Yeah. Every, it, it can turns I ask out- you a question, Tommy? <laughs> this is just a quick. Tom or Tommy, what do you prefer? I mean, it's in both places. Whatever everywhere. you whatever you feel. You're a Tommy to me. You're but so yeah, cute. Then that's what it You're is. You're so cute. You're probably tired of being called Tommy, but I can't I can't resist. No, I went by Tom for so long, but I was that was forced on me in I think middle school to to try and butch me up. Really? Yeah. Oh, then, then I'll then, call you Tommy. You remind me of Tommy Laren anyway. Like I I see that like immediately. <laughs> So Brian, let's not get off topic. Okay. <laughs> I have a quick question, Tommy. Yeah. Has have you ever found yourself in a situation oh God. where someone was giving you we'll just call it a blowjob. Even Chelsea can't look at <laughs> And the person who was giving the blowjob fell asleep <laughs> asleep. <laughs> Two or three times while it was happening. And you just <laughs> You just kept waiting for them to wake up. (laughs) And then when they woke up, they went into your bathroom and they just cleared the entire menacing chest. I'm just curious if that's ever happened to you. I, I made know the you, mistake I know of telling the story. I know you Just while we're talking about dating apps, I'm curious if that's ever <laughs> He told me he was a narcoleptic, but Ronna said he, she thought he was a junkie. I thought he was a junkie. He fell asleep <laughs> in mid-fellatio. 
And then Brian invited him And I thought I was being empathic because I was like, this poor guy's an narcoleptic. Like, I'll just roll with these punches. <laughs> I have not experienced that, but I have, I have experienced worse. Which is, what? I was receiving. This show has Alicia. become another show. Yes, go on. And all of a sudden, I felt a, like a clamping down, a pain. And I'm like, what's happening? And then... Oh my God! I realized they had a seizure. <laughs> he threw up. He threw up on your dick. <laughs> oh, wait. No. Even the audio equipment's like absolutely not. Oh no! Hang on. Oh, oh, uh oh, oh. So and then that is horrific. <laughs> yeah, it was horrific. Did he know he threw up? I, yeah, he did. And then uh, he panicked and he ran. And he ran for, I guess he thought he was running towards the bathroom. Oh, this is getting so and much he worse. he opened the door, and it was my closet, and he projectile vomited <laughs> all, <laughs> all of my clothes. <laughs> and then yeah, a couple years later, I was knocking on a door to go to rehearsal, and ding dong, that man answered the door with a look in his eyes. Oh, my God. Oh, that, that is fun. Don't you feel a little better, Brian? Yeah. 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 I no did. one threw up on you. They just fell, no, asleep, they fell asleep gently asleep in your times. lap. Did you gently. make, did you, did you wake no, I, the first time Did I woke really him up. he really clear the cat? Ca- he took all your medication? Everything. And then I wrote him on Grinder, and I was like, such a wuss about it. I was like, hey, I had so much fun. I would love to do it again. If you're up for it, would you mind bringing back my medication? Talk <gasps> soon. And he blocks me. Okay. Let's get back okay. to okay. our question. Okay. So that has so nothing apps. to do with this. Well, the question I will say, was about apps. Okay. Yeah. This is Whether what that's a way to make friends while you're, while while you're out of town. Yeah. You go on Tinder. Well, for Tinder is. This is a woman. Okay, well, right? for Tinder is is like match for gays, and I think Tinder is uh, is grinder, grinder for, for straights, straights, right? Well, what I would do is on Tinder you can set your location somewhere else. So yeah. in advance of your trip, yeah, you set your location ah, to London. Smart, and then you, you you swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe. You get a bunch of matches. You talk, and you can even say I'm looking for friends on there um, to hang out with. Uh, but it's also a cool way to like set up some dates while you're there if you're <laughs> looking to escape America and set Trump. them in advance. That's, this is what I've done. Get your chat going before you go. Yeah, and it works. And and I've I've actually made some friends that way. So I also feel like Grinder, from my experience, is a little bit different in Europe than it is here. In that, like, I was going to say, didn't you make a nice friend in Vienna? A couple of yeah. really cool people that yeah. I didn't even. I mean, one of them we were kind of hooking. We were like, "Kiss." That was it. But the other one, it was just friends, and that people are just up to use those apps in in those countries as a social mechanism, and it was wonderful. Yeah, and they gave me like deep cut suggestions that was so you know what I mean just like not the touristy thing they were like oh don't go there like that place is so overrated go here it was just like nice I don't know if that applies the same for straight for women, people though, you might be right for women and I think this I mean because then you're just women only meeting men whereas she seems to be looking also for friends dates would be nice but friends as well I wonder if there's like an expat Facebook group or something like an Americans in London sort of situation. Because she, she says she she likes to join social clubs, but I guess that means like a the joining Lions clubs, Club. like like a physical like a yeah. Book club or YMCA. I think actually that's an interesting idea, Brian. The what what are your interests? For me, I don't want to go to the theater with anybody else except Brian occasionally and a few other. Rana people. took me to see Fleabag on stage I did. with Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. Oh, we had a wonderful Bitch. time. Yeah. Oh, we How ter- dare oh, you? We had terrific seats. I Ugh. hate to tell. I hate to sound like Rana. I wore my Brunello Cuccinelli. 
Yeah, he wore his Gucci. <laughs> nice cashmere. He did wear his Gucci. Now, okay. yeah, it was the, st- the okay. one and only time I wore it. Yeah. Oh, really? That's it. That's all I've worn. Oh, it. you've got to wear I'm it. Too more scared often. to wear it. it. Why? It looks great on just a sweater. I know. You're gonna leave it in your closet. And let the moths eat it. No, I have it like packed up in one of those. Stop wearing it. Seal. Yeah. Wear it. Wear it in good health, as they say. But one idea is to start going on to Facebook and looking at different groups and things you're interested in. And for me, I was. Don't as I was saying, I don't want to go to the theater with anybody else. But if I did, I would start look. At, I would look around and see if there was such a thing, and then start sort of chatting with people a bit. But I think honestly, you're going to have to get to work in London and see if there's anybody you get a sort of nice vibe for. People are very friendly too. They'll probably invite you. Yeah, for they really are. Uh, if someone invites you for a drink, go is probably the the short answer to that. But you know, it's a I know it would be nice to meet people if they cross your path. That's wonderful. I think you just have to have a little bit of gumption or chutzpah, as we say, moxie, whatever word you want to use, about asking people for plans mm-hmm. and not feeling weird about it. Because I think they just won't come together otherwise. So you sort of have to say, do you want to grab a drink? Actually, I'm going. To, I'm thinking about going to see this show. Would that be interesting to you? You know, and... And then the circle will sort of widen itself. And maybe but setting up a few dates isn't a bad idea either. And maybe like really stick to your neighborhood for all of your essentials. Like go to the same coffee shop, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you know. I, th- I say make the plans, and the f- you'll discover the friends there. I, when I, I think, go to the theater yeah. alone, I talk to people. I make friends. And when you're just when you're traveling, if you're staying at a hotel, you're going to meet people there. I find that other travelers are open, more open to. Yes, oh, I so bet, if you but she's going to be in some kind of a dormitory or something because it's a study abroad. I would say also if you can get on any sort of what's happening in London and just find something that get as specific as possible with what your interests or are. Go to a yoga class. Yeah. people always want to go get a cup of tea or something. Is after a, that. I'm not a pub person. Yeah. Is that a thing? Are people social there? I don't think people are going to come up to you in a pub and talk to you unless they're hitting on you. Yeah. Which, you know, congratulations. But, like but free theater pub might be somewhere where you're yeah. chatting and meeting people. Yes, where you're sort of saying, oh, have you, I'm seeing, have you seen this show? I've seen that show. Theater people do love to talk about theater. You could go to the bar at the National Theater. Yeah. And oh, uh, sit yeah. in the bar and have a drink, which I love to do, of course. Yeah. Or the National Theater Bookshop. You just hang around the National Theater a little bit. Maybe you're not a theater person. I don't know. I mean... Why go to London? It's tricky. I think the most important thing is... I love the idea of chatting ahead of time and setting up a few dates because even if it doesn't work out, that person might invite you to an event. And you could put on your profile, you know, in town, for, you know, looking for, for in town, looking for friends or looking interested in this and that and whatever. But I think the most important thing is just that you're going to have to take the initiative to set social engagements with people. And when people invite you to things, go to them if they seem interesting. But don't go just because you feel like you have to, ever. Yeah. Live your life your way. London's fabulous. Also, go uh, set your f- put a thing up on Facebook and be like, "Hey, who's got friends in London?" Oh, that's a good idea. You know, that's sort of like no, definitely. Actually, that's a wonderful. I would just idea. exhaust your contacts with that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On Facebook or on Instagram, I'm heading to London. Da 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 da. Is there anyone have friends I should look up? Because by the way, even if you're not crazy about the person who's giving you the suggestion, you yeah. might be crazy about the person who you end up meeting. That's a terrific idea. And go see that musical Six. It's so good. W- really? What is Six? What is it? It's the uh, Henry the Eighth's six wives but as told through like modern day beyonce style music costume and girl sort of girl uh girl group oh that's fun 
It's so fun. You're going to love it. There you go. Okay. Hi, Ron and Brian. Here's the deal. I've been keeping a journal since the third grade. I am now 33. This equates, equates to something like 40 filled journals. Let me just go into that for a sec. This means journals through the awkward middle school years, tear-stained pages throughout high school drama, embarrassing entries soaked in emo melodrama through college. Oh, yeah, then the shit show that is your 20s. What am I to do with all of these? I can't bear to get rid of them, but I can't imagine ever reading them either. See above, total cringe embarrassment. I recently had twins. Maybe this could be used as teaching tools for them? (laughs) Oh, God, I shudder at the thought. That's in the letter. Me too, by the way. Uh, thank you. You two are a dream. Love, Haley. P.S. I am still writing in journals. Own your shit. I would, I'm not even kidding here. I would frame the most embarrassing pages of those journals. I really would. I think that would be so cool. Oh, I, well, there, I've done that show Mortified where you read from oh, your, yes. uh-huh. your journals. And they've got uh, chapters in all the major cities. Where where does it say where she's at? No. Anyway, or you can reach out to them online, um, and uh, they'll go th- they'll go through them with you, specifically your childhood and teen ones, and they'll look for your most embarrassing, awkward, and mortifying experiences, and then you read them in front of an audience, and it's so much fun, and you will laugh and you will cry. Uh, so so do that, and then I was I did it. I had song lyrics that I wrote when I was in middle oh, school. That's adorable. And I so I sang them and whatever. And now I'm like, I could throw those papers away. Like I'm not attached to them anymore because I feel like I used them again. Uh-huh. Great, moving on. Get rid of it. Um, and also you could take some. You could scan these and down. You know, put them on a hard drive so you don't have to have the physical copies. I don't. Mm-hmm. Know. I save my calendars every year. Like I use a physical calendar and i just like file them away just if i ever want to see what i did that day or in case you were accused oh, of murder and you need to know like if you have an alibi or, yeah. I, I, or if you called before the supreme court as a nominee and you can just say i was at squeeze house absolutely yeah, that day absolutely drinking beer with squee rana do you keep Tobin a journal squee. or do you meditate or do you get your th- how do you get your thoughts out except by saying I, everything uh i do <laughs> i I am. I wouldn't call myself a traditional meditator. I don't have a meditation corner, but I do take time every morning to gather myself before I attack the day. So is it like one of the first things you do? It is the first thing I do before I get out of my bed, even in the morning, as I do a sort of meditation for about twenty-five minutes in my fabulous bed, and I just. What kind of bed is it? It's a Hestie. Casper. Oh, oh. It's, oh, it's not the horse logo. That's correct. That you know this brand? I don't know. It's on Beverly. I drive by it when I'm home in L.A. Oh, they have a storefront? Yeah. And it's like made well, of you like. you got to go lay on the bed. It's made of like organic. It's, is it made of horse hair? It, it's the bed that came. It's horse hair. It's also, I believe, flax and a few other things. It's the bed the king of Sweden sleeps on. Got it. Yeah. Uh, can I ask one more thing? Not how much it costs. Oh, okay. It's at least like 5000 Oh, uh, I think it's at least. I, I'm gonna guess that it's at least ten thousand. You think? Okay, that means it's at least twenty. <laughs> that means it's at least thirty. <laughs> oh my god! Fifty. We would lose the prices, right? Oh my god! Is this get a hundred thousand dollars? Down payment on a house. <laughs> oh, Rana, we're not gonna get this at our. Okay. Wow. Here's my question. What's the question? 
Yeah. I don't understand this question. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I Both that. of you have asked. No, but never mind. You pulled it. Why is she asking this what question? What am I to do with all these, she says. Well, though. what does that mean? Where are they now? Probably on a shelf. In a, in a box, or they're not in a box. Or how much room are they taking? It's 40 books. Okay? So either keep them in storage and don't ever <laughs> think about them again. Or put them up on a beautiful bookshelf in your office or whatever it is, and that's where my journals are. Make a thing about it if you want to. You know, paint a accent wall. Put up a bookshelf on that wall. That's my journal wall. Mom's journal wall. Do not touch. Whatever it is. But why are you asking this question? I don't... Uh, where are they now? I know what's happening. It's that... Do my nemesis, Marie Kondo, is I was about to say, maybe everyone. she's living in clutter. She, I, it's, I don't think she's living in clutter. She's just feeling guilty that she's holding that she on has to anything. these. Is that yeah. what it is? And, I, and the, the articles that I've read post Marie Kondo, the, the post Kondo times that we're in, is that <laughs> we're throwing away too much. Uh, you have to have, you're allowed to have some stuff. And uh, if they bring you joy, yada, yada, then keep them. But also, like. But also, how wonderful. Look, of course it's all embarrassing. You wrote it when you were 15 or you were 21 or whatever it was. Of course you cringe the idea of going back and reading it. But at the same, I don't know how you're going to feel when you're 80. You may feel like you want to read I mean, you have, you will at that point have, you know, 80 books or 60 books of memories. Who has that? I know. I, I think it's actually incredible. I mean, keep it, and then when you die, it's someone else's responsibility to throw it away. Yeah, well, you put in your will, you don't want anybody to read them, and you say, burn them when I die, or, or whatever, or with whatever me. it yeah. is. But how wonderful. I mean, I don't know how you're going to feel in 20 years or 30 years. You might feel like going back and reading some of this also, stuff. Also, wouldn't it be cool? She just had twins. Wouldn't it be cool to give your kid your journal for I, the year I, that they were. I just say, if I could go back, and I think a lot of people have this answer, go back in any time period, it would be when my parents were growing up. I'm just dying to see like who what, they were, how they were raised, yeah. who they were, how they developed. So like, I would actually would give kill for seventh grade her yeah. to, to seventh grade them. And they'll be able to like, I think that's actually no, like, Oh wait, I'm not alone in what I'm going through. Right. Like it, it, it existed, this teenage angst. But also it's a, useful tool for the mother when the daughter turns 11 or whatever it is and she has questions about this and that and you could read that book again and ask yourself how did i feel when i was going through this change and how i mean it may make you a much more relatable parent but the real answer is i would definitely make sure they are in a safe place where they can't get you know they can't a, a flood can't get to them a fire can't get to them you might want these at some point just store them nicely and then, or put them on a shelf and, and make them part of your decor. But these are cherished items. There's nothing wrong with keeping them. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So we have, I think we could, should do one of these and then we have one more. Okay. Would you rather hear you, one about uh, people thinking about having kids or a person's, a man's complicated relationship with his father? Which would you rather talk about? Father. The father. Okay. okay. Hi, Ron and Brian. This is my first time engaging with anything like this, so please forgive me if this is too much to waffle through. I'm 26 and from the UK, and it's just been the seventh anniversary of my father passing away. I like to 
think I get on with things as best I can as there's nothing I could do about it being dead. But recently I seem to be getting more overwhelmed with feeling conflicted, unsettled, and kind of unresolved about things. My father and I had a rather complicated relationship due to me not being the masculine straight son he wanted. And I had problems with him due to his drinking too much, which it, it had been suggested to me by the other family was exacerbated by him not being okay with me being gay. Mm. I feel Ooh. like I'm constantly being unable to shake thoughts of what ifs about whether things in our relationship would have improved had he not died when he did, which seems futile as I'll never know one way or the other. I'm interested to, wow, I'm interested to know what you think or recommend, if anything, as it seems stranger to me that I seem to be struggling more with this as time goes on. I adore you both and I'm very excited for your new podcast, Joseph. Yeah. I have not experienced this yet. I have know what a complicated relationship is. Um, and I think that's, by the way, my first gut reaction is how horrible that anyone else in your family would tell you oh, yeah, that's that outrageous. your father drank more oh. because you were gay. Yeah, that's, that's unbelievable to me. Well, this is very hot because on the one hand, you're dealing with just processing loss, which is... <clears throat> Of course, something we will all go through at some point and is incredibly difficult. And I think, it, I can only speak from personal experience, but loss, the feeling of loss is not something that really goes away. So you can come to terms with it, but it sort of comes back. I think that you have this, people have this idea that you lose someone, you're upset for a while, and then you and then you go back to life, and you but you have these sort of uh, memories so I think there's this I- this idea that r- that mourning is a set period of time mm-hmm. so that you sort of you mourn something and then you get back to life. Uh, for some people, I'm sure that's true, that it's quicker for them to get back to life. But you have an unresolved issue here, and this is plaguing you. And this is an incredibly difficult I mean, honestly, I don't know if you have a therapist. That's sort of my first question to you because this is something that you're not actually going to be able to unpack on your own. This is something that somebody needs to help someone who's terrific and qualified and supportive. Don't get a terrible therapist. Or if you don't like the first person you go to, try the next one, try the next one until you can, honestly, it's annoying, but until you connect with somebody. To add to that, I would say that I did go through a period where I was... um, going to Al-Anon, and it really helped me a lot. It is so nice to hear other people's perspectives about your situations and also feel like you're not in this alone, mm-hmm. to hear uh, to hear what other people have to say about their experiences. And um, grief is, a, it, I think it even goes so specific as to talk about Al-Anon in grief. I mean, I think, I think there is a, a part of that, and I think it does make you feel a lot less alone. I don't know, does England have... Al-Anon, they do. Well, yeah, and I think Al-Anon, they must. Al-Anon is a is a Children friends of and family of, of alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. Of addicts. Um, well, that's a terrific idea. It really helps uh, me. Just because that's part of the complication here is that it sounds like you didn't understand your father and you and your father didn't understand each other in life, and you continue to not understand each other in death. If that makes any sense, and. So, if nothing else, being around other people that have had similar experiences, it does sort of dull that pain of, I'm not alone in this. This is a thing that happens to people. And I think that helps with some of the shame that gets intertwined in these relationships, too, in the isolation, which is, how do I deal with this thing? And, I, you know, it, the person seems so monolithic in your life, that relationship, that primal 
father-son relationship, and obviously it's tied up in all of these issues of masculinity, and it sounds like your family is a little bit on the less progressive side or, or old-fashioned side if they have the gall to say to you, your father drank because uh, you were gay. And, you know, I don't know anything about your father, but who knows if he had unresolved issues of his own. Like, who knows what he was drinking for? Obviously, he wasn't a perfect person and, and someone to hold up as a paragon in life. He had his own flaws. And so the bad news is you're left holding this bag. You have to unpack this. But you really can't do it yourself. You really have to find someone to talk this through with and to move through this. But you are never going to know what he thought and what he thought of you, if that is what this ultimate issue is. What you can know for sure, but I think, again, I think you would want to talk about it with a therapist because I think you need to keep hearing it, is that if he didn't like you because you were gay, that is really what does has that say nothing about, to do with But also, what does you. it say about him as a person? That's what I mean. I mean, there's always this trick with, with pa parents, families, yeah. which is that they're just people. And so at the end of this journey, hopefully, when you, of your unpacking, the thing that you'll come to peace, come to terms with is, I'm sure there were certain things that you two had in common, that you shared, that you loved, that you loved him and he loved you, but that there was this misunderstanding, you know, that you just couldn't get to this place of peace with each other. But that there was probably similarities between you. Maybe you look alike. Maybe you both love to do certain things, and isn't that complicated, that we could be alike in these ways, and so, so you know dissimilar in other ways but this was also a guy who didn't think it was okay for people to be gay and to live their lives and, that and was to, nothing you did and to, to live him. Yeah. and to live a free open life you are completely deserving of love and a life that you enjoy everyone is it doesn't matter whether you're gay or you're straight or you're both or you're five other things everyone deserve is entitled to that and the fact that your father should think that anyone wasn't should show you not to think so much of him, in a way. To take him off the pedestal. I will say, uh, I've been going to the same therapist for 15 years, and I love it. I, I love him. I, I've gone through all the different stages with him, <clears throat> of projecting on him, but the stages of grief, I was initially went to him for a breakup, and every once in a while, this it'll come back up. The thing I, I yeah. went to for 15 years ago will rear its ugly head. And so I think it's important to remember that um, it sounds like <clears throat> that Joseph is is stuck, uh, in, like gone back into um, a bargaining stage. That's one of the, yeah. the phases of, of grief. And you're sort of bargaining with the past and what can you do to change it and whatnot. And it, that particular place, I know, is so hard to get out of. It's just like a circle in your mind. Yeah, ruminating. And I so the therapy is the thing that I always go back to. And even... And I think people think, oh, well, look, I'll go to I'll go to the therapy and deal with it, you know, I'll I'll fix myself in a month or two or whatever. It's so great to to go once a week, no, have an appointment wonderful. essentially with yes. yourself to talk it out and to talk anything that's on your mind and and deal with these things. So I think, and you don't have to be in crisis to go to therapy. It's why people start going. Yeah, but it's not why you stay. That's why I went. I, no. I have the best it's a tune time. Up. I laugh. It's a tune-up. I have. I. I. Sometimes I just talk about things I'm happy about. I always dread going, but then once I'm there, it, once I leave, I'm just like, oh wow, did I need that? It feels like a workout. Yeah, you know what I mean. It feels like I, like it I'm. It is. A real, You're you know. taking care of your soul, 
And also you have someone you have someone in your life who that is the only purpose of that relationship. They are not in your friend, they are not your family. You are not entangled with them on multiple levels. Yeah. It's just for you to try to unpack these certain things or to celebrate your victories or your progress or whatever it is. But really, it's just a useful tool. And I think what Tommy said is dead on that you're in the bargaining stage. Can I also say something? You can't resolve this yourself, really. I mean, no. you could read a book maybe, but... I, go ahead. Well, you're on the NHS, though. They've got their Yeah, they've, they, you'll yeah. have coverage. Uh, I will say I'm not particularly a religious person, and I don't know if this person is, but I don't know. I've, you know... I've seen the Muppet Christmas Carol movie, and I know that if wherever this man is at, he's, uh, you know, his energy, his spirit, he's not hating you from beyond the grave. Like, yeah. he, wherever he's at, he is now coming from a place of love and knowing that he was not uh, correct in his, his feelings but about being This gay, is also, again, though, I mean, we were talking to the caller about getting married and identity and all of that. This is a rite of passage in life. This is also an identity shift. Because we were talking about when she be, when she has children she'll become a mother that's an identity shift. When you're a child and you lose your parent, you're mm -hmm. not the child anymore. Mm -hmm. You're just a grown-up floating around the world. And so you're not living your life in part of the problem is he's not living his life in relation to this person anymore. Oh, he shouldn't be. But he is. Yeah. Because his father's critical voice was so strong in his life. He knew his father disapproved of his life. And his father's critical voice was so strong in his head for and so all, long. And by the way, all as speaking from experience, all you care about, I think when you're a gay son and you're not accepted, is yeah. just making them happy. It's mm -hmm. like, and you are a hamster in a wheel and yeah. it just won't ever work because you're gay. Yeah. You know, it you're just never going to be what they wanted you to be. And all you want is yeah. to, that's why you were probably a perfect student growing up. You probably did exactly what they wanted, and it just it doesn't it doesn't work that way. You're twenty. He's twenty six now, so now it's time to become your own man. Absolutely. And part of the problem with that is figuring out what kind of a man you want to be. Yeah. And that is really just a one foot in front of the other path, mm -hmm. and that is about how you treat other people, how kind you are to yourself, and how you want to walk through this world. And that's really where you're at right now. And, and that is something a therapist can help with. I would sure. get tickets to six <laughs> ASAP. Not a bad and idea. And treat yourself to a magical <laughs> night Not at the a theater. bad idea. All right, okay. Rhonda, we've got one more. Okay. I also wanted to suggest, and maybe we'll cut this out. Did I get a therapist? No, Rhonda, you are a therapist. Okay. I was also going to say, though, that maybe, do you go to a therapist? I can't even picture you going to therapy. What are you going to suggest? Okay. I was just going to say, we, there are a lot of Rana lovers in England, clearly. Oh, yes, of course. So I was just going to say, maybe... Oh, that we should do a show there in the spring? Of course, but maybe the, one of the ladies in the previous letter, one of the previous letters who's going there, could just find another Ask Rana listener. Oh. You know oh. what I mean? Like, that's something you yeah. have in common. Oh, look people, at you. People love to nerd out about Rana, so, like, go go be a nerd or about Rana. Or throwing shade. They they have True. tons of throwing shade fans. I mean, what if you guys went on or trash Twitter? Cast. What if you guys went on your Twitter and said, hey, we've got a, a gal pal that's going to London, and she's a fan of us, and, and she needs people to hang out with. Are you a fellow? What are your fans called? Ron Heads? Oh, good question. Ron the Ronettes. The Ronettes. The Ron <laughs> <laughs> we, they don't have a name yet. Ron Heads. Ron yeah, Heads. I don't that's, that's but I like the Ronettes because it's kind of, isn't, what was Bette Midler's backup dancers called? D uh, d the Divine Miss M. The, 
But what? But what were her people? <laughs> My God! How dare you not know Did the you answer? See the clamshells. That, that no, was fascinating. There was just a gay pop <laughs> quiz here. Brian <laughs> failed it. I and did and fail he is it. Sweating. The are they the run? No, the, the, the Ronettes was "Baby, I Love You," and they were the ones who had the guns pointed at their heads. Okay. Anyway, let's do our last question. But that's not a bad idea. We have a list. That's okay. So we're announcing that now. We have a listener who's coming to London, and if people want to meet up. They could DM us and we could put them in touch. Yeah, and if you yeah. exactly, that's a great idea. Or you can email us at askrun at gmail and send your details, and we'll forward them on, and you can you can chat. What better way to the bond? staggering harlots, the harlots, the harlots, yeah, yeah the harlots. Oh, well, that so doesn't the help. Runettes, yeah. um, the harlots, you could be that. And if you have any ideas for what you want to call your run a fan club, you can uh, the ask runettes. You can you can let us know what that what you want to be called. What about yeah. the Trader Joe's? <laughs> What about the, the tra- cats. What about the trade of Bri- trade Brian ins? Yeah. Okay. Okay, oh. we've got one more letter. Okay. Dear Rana. Yeah. And Brian and Tom, but it's this specifically says Dear Rana. Okay. Love the podcast. They often do. Especially love the eight days of Ronica. Oh. Though I gotta say, you could have used a category with a little higher price point for those of us who enjoy spending. Oh. Wow. Anyway, Rana. Brian. It was hard. I yeah. feel my prime approaching, and it's terrific. Who would have thought that in my mid-70s, this little dynamo would be ready to take over the free world? But when you have a calling, you have a calling. Isn't that right? So my question is this. We all know I'm the best. We all know I can beat that fat fraud in the general. We all know I can just buy the thing if I have to. But how satisfying would that really be? Rana, Brian, I want to win the old-fashioned way. I want to earn it, parentheses. Ha, 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 ha. That was a little riff on the Smith-Barney commercials from the 80s. God, those were the days. <laughs> Ron, I remember that party at Elaine's when we first met. I saw you cross the room. You passed up a hell of an evening is all I'm saying. This guy. Then in 93 at Martha's in the Hamptons, I was lonely in that hot tub. That And then that time we were stuck on the gondola in Aspen. That form-fitting discante. Descent. Descent ski suit yes. blew my mind. Yep. You never showed up for Opry Ski. I digress. Rana, Brian, how do I make myself more relatable to the youth? I might as well try to win them over before buying them, right? Save myself a little dough. What are the kids into these days? Appreciate all the help. MB. P.S. Rana, I'll have some downtime in Denver next week. If you want to swing by my suite, have a little fun. I just got a Secret Service detail. Tell them you're there to see Big Soda. It's my code name. Oh. Rana, do you know who this is? This was very personal. Of course I know who this is. And you know this guy? This guy has been on my case for the better part of three decades. This is, it sounds like none other than billionaire Democratic n- candidate. Now he's a Democrat. Now he's yeah. a Democrat. Isn't that convenient? Michael Bloomberg. Yeah. Do you know Michael Bloomberg? Well, do I know him or do I know him? How do you I know I mean, him? that's the question. You know him? And who's Martha? I don't know. Let's put it this Martha's Stewart. Vin- oh, Martha Stewart, right, of, of course. course. You've been to her house? Of course. Wow. It's not everything you'd think it would be. Wow. She always has a lot of people helping her. Sure. Doesn't I see. Happen so she's actually not even doing it. Doesn't happen on its own. Okay. Uh, yeah. Look, Mike and I know each other. Do we know each other the way Mike? he... Mike? Do we know each other the way he'd like to know each other? No, we do not, but... He saw you from across the room at Elaine's. Yeah, at Elaine. Elaine Goodman's. You know, Elaine. My very good oh, friend, Bergdorf. Elaine Goodman, as in Bergdorf, of course. I, I, went, to, I went to Stretch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I went Sorry. through... I met him through my good friend, Elaine Goodman. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and what's a DeSante? DeSante. What's a DeSante? It is a French 
s- racing uh, ski brand, a ski racing brand. And you had one? I'm an, had one. <laughs> have yes. one. Oh, ha- I'm an excellent skier, okay. as you know. Yeah, we're going on a ski trip, And maybe. in fact, yeah. We'll we, talk about we'll it. We'll talk about that. Uh, uh, but Brian and I are talking about hitting the bunny slope in Aspen together. Yeah. In any event... Uh, yeah, I'm a fabulous skier, of course, and when I ski, I wear the right gear. So I was wearing a descent uh, head-to-toe. Had, it was red head-to-toe, and it actually had, which was unusual for me, had uh, a little blue accent. The descent logo, which is, a, which is an arrow, was blue on that particular suit, as I recall. Wow. And that was the last time I wore red. I usually... The funny thing with me, you know, I'm shades of vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> but when I'm on the slopes, I like to wear a color because you don't want anybody to run into you. And oh. also, and I like to peacock a little bit when I'm mogling or whatever I'm doing. Wow. Yeah. I bet you're a beautiful skier. I am. Did you match the red suit with red lipstick and blue eyeshadow? No. <laughs> I absolutely did not. But the funny thing is, if I wear a bright color on the slopes, nobody says, oh, that's Rana. So I can be anonymous on the slopes. Oh, that's got to be a it's good It's sort feeling. of a reverse camouflage, if that makes any sense. Whereas yeah. when I go to my apres ski, of course, I'm swathed in, you know, creams, creams and caramels yeah. and, you know. Coffees. An accent, of course, yeah. a cafe au lait. Yeah. That sort of a look. Wow, that's fabulous. Yeah. So that way, in a weird way, I almost look like I'm part of the ski patrol. In the red. Uh huh. So people think authoritative. Who's, who's that hot shot? Who's that hot shot? Yes, it's she Ronna knows what Glickman. she's doing. That's just one of my many suits. I wear a lot of Bognas also. What's a Bogna? Bogna is a brand. Anyway, okay. That's not the point. We I don't a, think these brands are. We have a person that seems to need some advice. Okay, how would we get someone like Jordan to vote for Mike Bloom? That's what he wants to know. How does he appeal to the youth? What could he possibly do? You can't. Is my answer. <laughs> You're a thousand. You're yeah. a billionaire. Yeah. You used to be a Republican. Yeah. So it's just going to be. You hate soda. You hate soda. Listen, yeah. do I like you better than the other billionaire? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a Who's psychopath. Who's the other billionaire? You're right. He's not even a billionaire. He doesn't have any money. You're Talking right. about Trump. Yeah. What do you think's driving Mike Bloomberg crazy? Trump doesn't have a dollar. He just he's wants not to... a real billionaire. Right. If he's worth $400 million, it's a miracle. Would you have gone out with him? Absolutely not. Okay. Abs- no, he's repulsive. Yeah, he is. The problem with Mike is he's too persistent, if that makes any he sense. He doesn't take if no If that for makes any He just doesn't. He assumes he's getting what he wants. Well, yeah. I mean, he follows you. I don't you... find that. It's not a personal thing. Wow. You know, Ugh, I don't. He was in a hot tub by himself nev- at Martha Stewart's. <laughs> That is absolutely well. She does. Have, it is. I will say, she's got a beautiful view of the uh, of the ocean from there. That's of the nice. yeah, she's on the right side of of the Hamptons. But Mike just sees what he wants and he takes it, and that's not really my style. Yeah, yeah. You need to be more. Seduced. You need to bag him with me. Yeah, mm. you need to come to me and you need to present your case. And so that's what you think he needs to do. The American people. I think it would help, yeah. but I honestly think. You can't die with it, Mike. You may as well hire somebody young to figure out what they want. But you're right, Brent. You're not you're not a relatable figure. You're just not going to appeal to the. I mean, listen. I don't think you're a bad candidate. You're not my favorite candidate, but you're just. It's not going to happen. It's not where you're going to appeal to no. the youth. It's also just not going to happen. It's also just not going to happen. No, this is not really. I appreciate you being a a sort of uh, you know gumming up the works. And in a weird way, in the same way, I don't know what's going to happen with Biden, but in the same way that 
Biden is sort of taking all of this, you know, shrapnel at the moment because Trump sees Biden. The only thing Trump can see, Trump can't imagine a world where anybody would want Bernie or anything or in his bad breath or, you know, that sort of who wants to sit and talk to him. He's not rich. He's not powerful. He's not sexy. He's not attractive. That those are the things that Trump admires. So he doesn't see anybody else's competition. He thinks Liz Warren has dishwater hair. And you think it just comes down to he thinks Biden's handsome? I think Trump thinks Biden is like him, that he's the bizarro version. We're a couple of old guys. We know how to run the world. He's, real, competi- he's yeah. real competition. Everybody else, why would you even look at them? They don't have any money. That's all Trump thinks is you don't have any money. He looks at Mike Bloomberg has real money. So he's a scare. I mean, I'll say that about Mike. He's a self-made man from Boston, by the way. Grew up in Boston. I see. Yeah. So this goes further than it. You know, this goes deep, runs deep for Mike. Thoughts on MB? I don't know, but do you think Pelosi might jump in at the last minute here? She's a real hero right now. Oh. I don't know. You know, that's interesting. I don't. She's. I don't think she's a good candidate either. I think she's in a good position right now, which is that she. She sort of has the same. If she run in a general election, she sort of has the same problems as Hillary. By the way, I wouldn't. This sounds crazy. I would not mind if she jumped back in, Hillary. Oh, <laughs> twist. And did what? <laughs> I just loved her interview on Howard Stern so much. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but everybody was really relating to it, saying she yeah. was wonderful. Listen, I there's yeah. a few I really love who are who are running, so I hope one of them gets. I it. just think Pelosi at the moment is in a position where she can speak her mind and do whatever she wants and say whatever she wants, and if she puts herself in a position where she needs more mm-hmm. from, uh, also she's very powerful right now. If she puts herself in a position where she needs more, where she's trying to convert that much of the population, I sort of think it's going to neutralize her in some way, but I mm. could be wrong about that. I mean, my it's my point about Mike Bloom- Bloomberg is just that he's just another old guy distraction. And so if that's helpful for a while, for in, you know, before we get to the general, I don't. he's not going to get the nomination. But if that's helpful for him to take some of the shots while the other people are building up their campaign, I'm fine with that. Oh, good but what I'd oh, rather, yeah, which is, I, think that's how a, I feel uh, about Biden mm. at the moment. I don't think Biden is actually a real candidate. We'll see it with that with that lands. But I'm sort of hoping he's t- that he's distracting Trump, and in the meanwhile, Elizabeth Warren is building her base or whoever, Mayor Pete or whoever the next person. Yeah, Steve is. Bloomberg is like, hey, I'm going to just go in kind of as a moving target to like uh, distract. actually to distract, but to help propel. The That'd be admirable. Uh, well, I don't think that's not what he's doing. I mean, I think he's coming in to shake things up. I think he knows he won't win. I think he's running a strange campaign. Well, I mean, I think skipping Iowa is not a thing. I mean, if you really want to, yeah. uh, that that's not that to me is a bad strategy. But I think if your strategy is just to distract, if his if he's a bit like Soros, which is he just wants to get his message out. Soros is not a candidate, obviously. Yeah. But somebody who has an agenda. And, and believes that the country should be trending in another direction and can afford to continue to be putting that message out. If that's what he's doing, and the message is a solid message, even if he ends up melding that into somebody else's platform, that's fine with me. It's just a question of timing, of when he pulls out and when he pu- pulls forward, and who is kind of waiting in the wings, who's growing. It almost gives Liz Warren, et cetera, a chance to build their domestic agenda. 
well, he's sort of distracting the monster. I wish Tom Cruise would run. <laughs> you think he'd be, well, he could win. He could certainly he win. Could. Yeah. Oh. No, but for real, Oprah. Oprah for real. Oprah for real. Yeah, never. Why wouldn't never she? She has a wonderful life. Yeah, she does have a perfect life. <laughs> being, th- being the president is a terrible job. It's a big job. Yeah. Yeah. Just ask any of them. Anyway, so Tommy. Michelle Obama. Yeah, she'd be fabulous. Yeah, that I would She would her. win. I think she would win. She could. Tommy Link. Yeah. What would we do without you? What this about a giveaway? I, that I'm about to get to it. Yeah. So we have a giveaway every week where we give one of our uh, people who've written into us or who we talked to a special prize. The person who we think most deserves it. Yeah. What's the prize this week, Rana? Everybody has dry hands during the winter, so we're giving it away a gorgeous diptyque. Ro- now, I don't always love the candle scents, as I've told Brian, but they make a beautiful rose hand balm, and we're going to be giving that away. Very nice. Okay, Tommy, here are the people who we could give it to. Oh, okay. I have to choose? We, yeah. well, we well, each get a vote. Yes. Okay, there's Joseph in the UK who is trying to uh, repair his relationship with his oh, deceased yeah. father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is Haley who wants to fill... Her journals. <laughs> wants to fill a room with her journals. Correct. Yeah, or do Mortified. Correct. A- and uh, there is... Uh, the phone call, of course, the lady, the, the name switcher. Exactly, Anna. Yeah, who we talked to, Bloomberg. and uh, then there is uh, th- th- we don't know this person's name, but the Levi Andrew EJ situation. Oh yeah, in Vegas. Well, EJ obviously, Johnson. I think they're all trash because they're going to Vegas, so they're out of the running for me. Um, I really feel like the stakes were highest with our our uh, our boy Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, and I feel like he has, you know, a, a deep yearning to grow and change and i like seeing that yeah in the candidate could we ship this to the uk well you know what i think we'll do if we're going to pick joseph huh. we're going to send joseph a beautiful bamford product okay. you know i love bamford i do bamford is a british brand that i can only get when i'm over there and in fact oh we didn't talk about the girls going to london she oh was, right she the solo the traveler too, but she didn't get it so it doesn't matter but she can go get herself a Bamford when she's over there. Great idea. They carry it at Liberty and a number, a number of other places, including Dalesford, which is a terrific organic farm shop where they have delicious food and a few other things. But we are going to... We'll send him a Bamford product. That's what we're going to do. It's great. Okay. Terrific. All right, Tommy Link, thank you for joining us. He's at Tommy Link everywhere. And be sure to listen to my, my podcast, The Trashcast. Trash where? This is super, super novel. On wherever you listen to podcasts. You absolutely should. They're every, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And, uh, you and should your fo- Instagram, you have to follow them on Instagram. It's legendary. It's At Tommy Link for yeah. all the looks. Yes, the looks. I've been getting a little lazy with the looks, but, you know. But embra- so if, embrace if someone's lazy. first time at your Instagram, you have you to do li- a deep dive. You yeah. have to live your life. You're yeah. in, you're out. You do yeah. what you yeah. like. Do yeah. what you want. You give it to them when you feel like it. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe oh to Ask Please Rana don't forget. On iTunes. Five stars only, please. Rana Hashtag. only accepts five stars. <laughs> and uh, also, you can follow us on Ask Rana everywhere and email us at askrana at gmail.com. So until next time. Kiss, kiss. Thank you so much for being here. You're wonderful. Thanks for having me.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.